Welcome to the Step Zero Podcast. This is Matteo, and I'm joined by Poonam Balan today from Takta. Poonam, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Matteo. It's it's a pleasure. Like I've uh, you know I've connected with Poonam like uh, recently actually. Um, she's working on uh, on a few things that I believe will uh, you know change the world for the best. I know it sounds probably over promising, but you will. You will know what I'm talking about as soon as we as soon as we get it going. Uh, Poonam, like, can we um, hear maybe a short introduction from you? Like, uh, what's your professional background, and specifically, why is mental health a big topic for you? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's some very fascinating conversations going on here, and you know, Matteo, you're doing great things as well. So I think I think we're all doing our little bit for for the change the world statement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's definitely become a cliche in the impact world these days. You, you know, you have two streams of folks. One, one of the activists out there and one of the actual, um, you know, innovators out there, but both sides have different approaches to, to innovating social change. So we started this, this whole effort because of that. What we realized was, um, and I'll come back to my background to your first question, um, is that in, in March, when the pandemic started to grip everybody, we, we lost a lot of momentum in what we were trying to build with our youth audiences in particular. So I had to, you know, find a way to re-engage our youth board. And the youth board was primarily developed as a, as a prototype for decision-making at board level structures. So initially, when I started the youth board last year, I was um, pretty much sponsoring and training the youth board members to understand how decision-making is, is worked out at, uh, at board levels and, you know, how governance comes into play and how investor relations comes into play. And, and that's still very much the focus of the youth board event. You know, eventually down the road, we'd like to continue this, this format. Um, the reason behind sponsoring youth, I'll be really, you know, honest on, on why it matters so much to me personally as the founder of TAC Hub, um, is that, you know, I was an immigrant, uh, I moved to Canada, I had the opportunity to do that as a teenager, as a young teenager, mm-hmm. and I had the chance to absorb East and West growing up in Malaysia, and then and, you know, having all that beautiful cultural influence in Malaysia, being Chinese and Indian by heritage. I've had tremendous opportunities, but I've also had a, a position of being a multicultural person, a person, um, you know, a, a minority, um, and, and having to work from that perspective throughout my career, some 13, 13 years now, um, has always, always required me to carry my skills in the forefront, right? So working with youth is a personal passion of mine because, you know, I really have a, a instinct towards protecting young talent and sponsoring young talent and, and giving that love back. You know, my mentors allowed me to ascend and um, and I did really well thanks to the fact that I was groomed. So I mean, I hope this kind of gives a bit of background. But mm-hmm. when you see something like this grip the world, right? COVID is is living the best life. I have to say, the rest of us are, are having a hard time. But uh, but COVID is spreading is spreading around and and doing all sorts of you know causing all sorts of havoc. Um, with the younger generations also, with our youth board in particular, we have a target audience that is largely below 25. A lot of them are master level students. You know, they're right at the precipitous of, of completing a stage in life and looking forward to another stage. So mm-hmm. it was so important to work with them through a framework. Um, as I am a strategist, I'm a brand integrity strategist. 
Um, and what, how is that different from a typical, typical brander is that I've built a lot of CSR entities. I've built whole companies that encompass a chairman's vision or a fund's vision or a conglomerate's vision. And I've looked at the whole taxonomy and, and paired that with, with all sorts of other solutions for, for CSR brands. Um, and if you don't work with the current leaders today, I think a lot of us, you know, at least me, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties, you know, I'm, I'm um, already at a point where I've had senior leadership for about six, seven years. Um, uh, how do we understand what is going to shape us post pandemic, right? So here's a real chance. We've got this kind of gift of level, leveling the plane for the, for the six months here into the end of this year, our first COVID year. And we don't know how long this is gonna go on. So this Solvathon is completely structured to run year on year. And I wanted to address mental health in particular because of, the, of what I saw with our youth board back you know, um, in March onwards. So mm -hmm. that's, that, that's the raw truth of it. <laughs> well, that's, that's impressive. And I appreciate you, you know, give it, giving us a, um, a whole panoramic of what you're working on in your background, which you know, I, I, I was aware of. And I'm happy you're, you're sharing this with the podcast because I know that uh, a lot of people will, uh, will be very much impressed with uh, you know, where you come from and what you're trying to achieve. And there's, and there's a couple of things that you touched on, and those are exactly the things that I, that I would like to elaborate further. And the first one is you're addressing leaders directly, right? Like because of your upbringing, because of the opportunities that you had um, growing up professionally, uh, you know how important it is to drive change from a leadership standpoint. And um, obviously, you know, and this is the, the main event, in my opinion, this week, it's, uh, it's a solvaton, right? Like, so this is something that I am very eager to promote and, and I would love you to, to spend um, you know, a few extra minutes on what exactly is this Solvaton about? So for, for, for those people who have never heard of this initiative, who have never heard of TACTAB, and I would add, unfortunately, um, what are you guys trying to achieve with this Solvaton and what is it about exactly? Right. So, um, you know, the Solvaton, we, we are a think to tank. Um, and, and just so, so everyone's, you know, understanding that we fall into what some people call the third sector, I guess, right? And we operate as a social enterprise. Mm -hmm. um, the youth board is a completely pro bono effort for the board decision making prototype that we're looking at. Um, and the goal towards this, you know, why we're doing a solvathon rather than a, than a hackathon that we typically see in open innovation. I mean, all these, these innovation frameworks, um, they're all exercised in many different ways, right? You have human-centered design, service design, design thinking, all sorts of other methods in design thinking. So in our case, we looked at mental health in totality. Um, I looked at the entire landscape of all the other innovation efforts that have been done out there. So from hackathons to micro workshops to MIT's uh, solvathon format that they white label in, in some senses. And what I saw was that, you know, you've got these touch points that have happened prior to the pandemic uh, with, for example, World Bank and, you know, the Nepal attache for World Bank, a university in Nepal, and the recipients are students, right? So you have that trifecta working kind of together. But what happened was there was always a missing component in all these innovation, open innovation sprints for mental health. They, whether it was a solvathon or hackathon, and I'll, I'll explain the key difference um, in a bit, they all didn't land on a sort of focal point, I felt. You know? So the, the six tracks that we have, 
where the solutions fall into an applicability area of someone's life is really important to me because it's it's very much testing out whether um, our our cohort right now that is coming from all over right we have seven universities or eight universities represented in our speakers um, we have you know so much so many um, solutions as well coming up about five solutions that are youth driven solutions that are all in funding stages um, they all have an MVP basically and then we have different audiences coming from everywhere. So the idea of getting a sense of how mental health is repeatedly investable through maybe policy or funding, which is solidly intertwined, right, um, is, is really important to, to us to, to map out, you know. So this Solvathon format is going to kick off with a 72-hour sprint. Um, we're going to have about 24 teams come in. We're going to have design thinking coaches from Hasso Plattner Institute, Stanford. You know, um, we even may have uh, you join us from, from your ideal cohort as well. You know, so it's about having experienced designers coming in to capture a concept level. And that's what you do with Solvathons. You don't go uh, rushing into a minimum viable product. You don't create a digital prototype. And the reason why I'm not doing that this time is because we have the six applicability life areas that we want to land the solutions into. We have the focus on funding and policy that we want to break out into work groups and work towards the end of the year. And come February to, um, to about May, we'll be starting to incubate some of these solutions. So it's pretty exciting. We've got um, a couple accelerators and venture funds coming in, giving us different opportunities for our solving teams to accelerate. So for example, an accelerator will be joining us and I'll announce this pretty soon. Um, um, allowing us to basically send our winner uh, a wildcard entry into acceleration. So pretty cool in the open innovation side because you have a concept that is going to be, you know, um, derived from individual perspectives. The difference between this Solvathon and a lot of the open innovation if efforts out there is you don't have to come in with a team. You can be an individual. You mm -hmm. pick a challenge statement that's sponsored by one of the, the speaking cohorts. The, the folks that are going to speak in the inspiration weekend, including yourself, and um, work on that challenge statement. And based on where that challenge statement can affect our lives in the six life tracks that we have, whether it's finance and wealth, um, whether it's physiology and therapy, these are all aspects of mental health management, mental health wellness, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, that's going to mean a lot for us in open innovation because we're essentially listening to the individual opinion rather than the groupthink opinion. We're listening to how we can, you know, share knowledge as a team, develop a new team, and then push them into an accelerator, push them into a, a incubator that has accelerate, an accelerator behind it or the funds behind it. Um, to essentially push them forward. So we're excited to see how our, how our solving teams do next year um, against some of the mo more um, defined teams out there, you know. That's, that's incredible. And allow me to kind of like quickly retouch on, on all the main points because I'm, I'm taking notes, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a habit of mine. Like identify... Guide me, Matteo. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> I identified like... A, like a few main points that I that I, I just want to make sure that they're clear for the audience. So one is that you guys start from a concept where 
obviously you don't want to rush into into solutions you really want to listen to opinions and specific individual opinions correct right? correct you don't need a team you you encourage people to to come in with their with fully with their background their ideas and uh, and and start delivering those those opinions those thoughts uh, where is this going this is going into um, six applicability life areas right some of you know i'll just mention a couple of them like it's employment care life purpose design and you want to capture a concept level so you want to capture an idea whether it's individual or not you want to capture an idea that will turn into something concrete and this is what i think it's uh, it's uh, phenomenal about this uh, about this solvathon is that you don't limit yourself at the brainstorming phase or the you know jotting or throwing around ideas at each other but you not only have an incredible list of speakers an incredible list of of participants you also want to make sure that this is going somewhere and that somewhere is getting a wild card entry into acceleration so you're basically saying let's find a solution and let's make sure that that solution is implemented is that correct Yes, correct. So you brought up employment care, and this is this is an area where this podcast is really focused on, right? Um, and under employment care, we're looking at, you know, does your idea or solution enhance employee mental health well-being initiatives? So it's very much geared to its well-being and health, mental health management, right? Because the truth, the the big stigma between in mental health as a as a theme, as an invest as a potential investable theme, is that where do you invest? You know. Um, these challenge statements that are underpinning the life tracks right now, they're very much addressing the stigma in these areas, you know? So for example, if you have a solution that you're working on that could benefit employment care, naturally your targets would be the larger companies, right? Um, naturally your targets would be the folks that, you know, could sponsor you and bring you into a company, use your solution and amplify an employee training program they have or, a channel they have or a tool they have or you, if you have a form solution if one of the teams comes out with a form solution we will definitely accelerate them with our partners and then still find a way for them to basically pitch for private uh, corporate funding so the idea of of having land on these life tracks right now because we are addressing stigma this time around the first year next year i'd like to address something deeper so obviously next year it won't be stigma next year probably be maybe policy or something deeper on the on the on the funding end of it and maybe we might be even more accurate in the sense of saying we're going to tackle private funding this year you know rather than public funding for example um, or or what how far can crowdsource funding go you know, so in this particular lineup of speakers, and thank you so much for, for complimenting us for putting this together, um, we will see so many different levels of, of success, right? And I consider everyone that is stepping up to the plate for mental health a success, to be really honest. You know, it's not just about leaders here. It's about also finding the leaders that are, um, are the new leaders now. You know, crises always gives us an opportunity to breed um, different kinds of human beings. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is you know my hope. I really do believe in evolution and and I do believe in human power. And TACUB has always been about catalyzing humanistic value. So that's why we're doing this. 
That's that's amazing, and I'm I'm so happy. I'm so happy we had this conversation, and I I love the the long term idea that's behind DuckDuck and behind the Solvatons, right? Like you specified that this year is about stigma. Next year could be about policy, but you know, there's always there's always something that that is in plan for for the long term, and this is and this is exactly what I believe, and what you probably also believe it's uh, it's missing right now. You know, like there's a lot of initiatives out there, and most of them are great but sometimes they they get lost or they don't end up into something very practical right we're all losing sense of time lately we're all losing sense of value lately and i feel that um, a lot of the acceleration incubation models that we have in open innovation um, you know in the past they've worked with the the, the, the sort of modus operandi that they had but now we're looking at new capacity challenges right we're looking at people you know, go back into their own native countries. We're looking at people go back into their own um, personal financial affairs, their personal um, affairs at home, you know, and there is always that human capacity that everyone seems to sometimes forget, I feel, um, in these fast moving, you know, processes that are there with incubations and accelerators. So a lot of open innovation is, is usually attacked because of this, right? So a lot of you know, efforts that come out there, they say, okay, what, what is the hackathon going to bring me? What is, uh, what is this going to bring me? What's that going to bring me? And, and I really do not want to do a brand effort. I rather do, you know, 10 solvathons, uh, weekends, different sprints with really invested stakeholders um, from the quadruple helix. So we have this minimum criteria that we have to have a private entity, a public entity, and uh, the recipient is obviously the youth uh, solving teams that are joining in. And um, we are there to basically break the, that trisectoral echo chamber and ensure that there is fairness provided to, you know, the recipients uh, as well as the stakeholders in this position. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a patient process to negotiate with incubators and accelerators that, that have the same ethos as us you know, appreciating human capacity, not over-promising technological solutions and mental health, not blurring the lines between, you know, well-being time management tools or meditation tools or, you know, just relief tools that are out there for mental health um, and, and just, you know, being willing to be patient with us as we work through this for the next, um, you know, eight, eight months or so. And then next year we'll will ramp up again and I know this these pieces of you know the universe will fall into some alignment I'm sure so it's a lot of hard work but it's really worthwhile when you pace yourself with other human beings and you and you go a little slower for me personally it's been it's been a very rewarding um, experience in the past four months um, trying to pull all this together as well Look, I've seen if, if that's if that's of any value I've seen a little bit of the the back of the scene so to speak and, and you guys are really doing an amazing job i see all the all the hard work you're putting and and i really believe this is going somewhere so i really cannot thank you enough for for what you're doing obviously we share we share the same cause and i and i do believe that your initiative and the tactab initiative is something really really unique it means the world that you're taking the time to you know to have these conversations with us as well i really appreciate it Always, always. I'll, I'll always be available for this kind of conversation. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Is there anything that I can clarify further beyond this or? 
Well, I would say it's it's very clear. If anything, like, is there any any appeal that you would like to make um, while we have this conversation? Anything specific that uh, you know, any any audience you would want to you would want to attract? Any anything that you would tell this audience or or any wish at all in the sense? Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that chance because I know you're going places with this podcast as well, and I know you are very focused on the applicability of employment solutions out there. You know. Um, this is, this is a good chance for, you know, companies and brands out there to really take a hard look at what they're doing in the space of cultural competencies. Um, and I bring this up because every mental health solution that we're finding out there, um, any, every mental health or mental wellness, um, you know, option that ends up in, in intranets of companies all have a potential to become better in their cultural competency components. So, what does that really mean, right? It means um, breaking down the functionalities of all these fun- these tools that are out there or these frameworks that are out there and looking at whether your company, your brand is truly supporting the authentic, you know, differences that people bring into the workplace these days, right? And because you don't have a workplace necessarily because of this pandemic, you know, managing an on-demand market, managing loyalty of um, of the workforce is going to become really a challenge and i feel that you know this is this is our shout out TACUP is is inviting companies to come in and look at um, how they can sponsor some of these teams moving forward in in next year and absorb some of these strategies into you know your innovation strategies or your open lab strategies within a company so that's my call out for help right there. We're, we're definitely going to be doing that here in Germany. We're definitely reaching out to, you know, open innovation friendly entities. You know, we have Bosch, Bosch here. We have Daimler here. We have a lot of organizations here that have very, very passionate innovation uh, teams and innovation labs absorbed into their companies. Um, and, you know, through our youth board, we have learned about so many employers that have, you know, either done right by the young talent or have, you know, rushed the young talent into a modus operandi where the value could not be extracted. And so while we really appreciate economies of scale, we really appreciate, you know, competitive models in human capital. This is a, this is a real call out right now. And, um, and, and yes, you know, if you, if you think any of these innovation frameworks could help your organization, uh, we've basically built the connection and the, and the structure to engage with youth. So do get in touch with us. Well, what else is left to say if not like thank you and best of luck with uh, with the Solvathon and the, and the whole project. Obviously, I will follow it closely and uh, and hopefully this podcast will help uh, reach uh, an even bigger audience. Most certainly will, and I'm excited to have you over um, on our Inspiration Weekend as well. So, folks, don't forget to catch Matteo. We'll be posting about um, the slot that we have with him as well on this Inspiration Weekend. Um, very excited to work with you, Matteo likewise and and thank you so much for the shout out and uh, well obviously we will have you soon uh, a few other times on the on this podcast and i cannot wait so punam for now thank you so much thank you